The Beyond the Game program is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. TownandCountrySolutions.com. Fearing nothing but God. Joining us now on the BTG studio line is Dan Fox, Director of Baseball Systems Development for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Welcome to the program, Dan. Glad to have you on. Uh, well, thanks for having me. Your title with the Pirates is Director of Baseball Systems Development, which I'm sure encompasses a lot of various things. But can you give us an idea of what your role with the team is? Uh, sure. Um, actually, the, the title has changed recently, so we kind of moved it from baseball systems to what we now call baseball informatics. So the idea is that my team is responsible for collecting, analyzing, presenting, creating software that presents information and helps our decision makers make decisions about players, you know, whether it's like acquiring players, drafting players, trading for players, all that sort of stuff. So my little group is heavy into consuming as much information as we can and then making it digestible for um, the people in the front office who are making the decision. More and more teams are building analytics departments, but sometimes there's clashes between the information guys and the on-field guys. An example being in Anaheim last year where Jerry DePoto and Mike Sosha clash, and now DePoto's not even with the Angels anymore. How have the Pirates been so successful at getting everyone on the same page? Well, I think from our perspective, it kind of starts from the top. So when I was brought in, Neil Huntington had just been hired as the general manager, and he really um, kind of preached the idea that we're going to use all forms of information, you know, whether it's scouting information or analytic information, in order to help us make the best decisions. Organizationally, we've had a lot of support from the leadership and the things that we do and helping to integrate the lens that we look at things through uh, with the other parts of the organization. And then from the major league side, uh, Clint Hurdle, who was our major league manager, was hired in 2011, and he came in really with a kind of a thirst for knowledge. So he realized that there were ways that he looked at things that may not be ideal, and, and I've certainly learned a ton from all of the knowledge that he has about the game, and so I think it takes a you know an acknowledgement on both sides that we all have things to learn and that people have different perspectives that can inform us and we can uh, work together to you know come to the best decisions, come to the best conclusions about how we can do things as an organization. So I think humility is a big factor in that, and I've been fortunate I think to work in an organization where, where people take that seriously and don't think they have all the answers about everything all the time. Yeah, and I suppose it helps when you have support from the top down. Absolutely, yeah. If you came into an environment where you were viewed as an outsider, you know, and that you, you had to prove yourself constantly that this is useful information or whatever, it's, it would have been much harder, I think. So I was very blessed to be able to, to be in this position and to work with, you know, people like Neil and Clint and one of our assistant general managers, Kyle Stark, has been a big proponent of this sort of integration as well, and that's been extremely helpful. Now, I understand when the Pirates hired you, they didn't really have any kind of organizational database or an analytics department, and now what you've built there is recognized throughout baseball as an example of what teams are working hard to do. What's been your biggest challenge in building that sort of you know, successful analytics department? Yeah, I think, I mean, you're right that when, when I was hired, the Pirates had some systems that they had bought from other places, but nothing proprietary, nothing that was just uh, their own. And so from a systems and software perspective, that's always a great thing because you have nothing that you have to 
um, nothing that you have to integrate. But I think the thing that I learned along the way is just better how to communicate the things that we were doing and the information that we were uh, collecting, and that took some fits and starts. So the way that I would talk to a group of coaches, you know, when I first started, I kind of cringe now as to <laughs> the way I was thinking and mm-hmm. the things I was saying because I learned a lot about how to present better and to speak in their vernacular and to adopt the things that I was doing to make it understandable. Of course, they've taught me a ton of things uh, on the other side so that I can be more effective in the things that I'm trying to communicate. You know, it's hard to know coming in how everything is going to be received and what is the best way to do things. So it's a, it is definitely a learning process. We're talking with Dan Fox here on Beyond the Game. Dan is with the Pittsburgh Pirates, and he drives their analytical information. There have already been a couple of instances this spring where guys like Anthony Ghost and Goose Gossage have been vocal about their rejection of analytics. Have you experienced any of that pushback so far in your time with Pittsburgh? Well, I think as I look back over the eight years now that I've been here, I mean, there's been individual conversations here and there, right, where I'm like a little bit, uh, not nervous, but, <laughs> you know, like, oh, that's kind of surprising that you would have that view. But <laughs> I think, again, for the most part, the way that Neil and uh, team president Frank Curley have kind of built the organization, there is an inclusiveness and really an attitude of we're all in this, all in this together. Prior to working in baseball, one of my hesitations about doing so was exactly kind of interactions that you described there that, you know, it's not going to be accepted or it's going to take a really long time to make any inroads. And so I have been pleasantly surprised that, you know, overall and in 99% of the interactions that I have, that that is not that case. So for me, it's been just a great experience, you know, almost from day one. Good. I'll tell you, Dan, Pittsburgh seems to have become a place where guys want to go to play. Why do you think that is? Is it the consistent winning? Is it a combination of things? Well, I think there's no question that from a player's uh, perspective, um, winning is a big part of it. So once you've kind of established the organization as a winning organization or successful, then that perks players' attention. But I think on top of that, the culture that Clint has created in the clubhouse, um, that kind of uh, information or, you know, the way that things are done here gets around. So players tell other players, players have the same agents, and so they know, you know, the way that different players were treated by the coaches and the staff here, and that information kind of gets out there. And so I think more than anything, probably the way in which our coaches work with players and the way that Clint has created a an atmosphere of, you know, of being a true leader, I think that goes a long way. So we have kind of a reputation now in terms of being able to help pitchers succeed. So our pitching coach, Ray Searage, is very good at identifying, you know, ways in which the, he can help pitchers and that information has kind of gotten out. And so there are pitchers now who want to come here who previously maybe wouldn't have. So I think it's a combination of the culture, the leadership and actually the skill. It has been a big difference from the time that I got here. So that wasn't certainly wasn't always the case back in seven, eight years ago. Sure, they've they've enjoyed a lot of success here in recent years. In fact, last year, a 98-win season, that is highly successful. In fact, how optimistic are you about the 2016 Pirates? And have you set the bar pretty high last year. Can you improve upon that? Well, yeah, like you say, 98 wins is pretty hard to improve upon. So yeah. we're just doing our best to field the most competitive team uh, that we can. So we feel good about the guys that we've brought in and certainly the guys that have come back. So, yeah, I think we're still... We are going to be a good team, and the competition has only gotten 
a little bit more difficult as the, the Cubs certainly loaded up in the offseason and Cardinals are obviously a good team. So we have yeah. our work cut out for us, but we are yeah, optimistic that we will will be competitive. So that's certainly a strong division that you're in. Prior to the Pirates, you were with yeah. Compassion International, a Christian charity that helps children in poverty. How rewarding was that experience, and how does your faith influence your life and perhaps even what you do there with the Pirates? Well, yeah, first of all, I, I just love the time that I was able to spend um, at Compassion. So I come from a uh, consulting uh, background and had heard from a friend that Compassion was looking for a software architect to help them um, with a project as they scaled up to serving their one million child. So, mm. so I I came to Compassion with a kind of a mission to help automate some things so that you know more of the sponsor dollars can go where they need to go. And I worked on that project for three years while I was with Compassion and just loved every minute of it and had nothing but you know good things to say about the organization and the mission. It was it really was a, a blessing for me to be able to serve you know, in that way. And yeah, I just can't say enough about how, how awesome all of that is. I would have continued to be a compassion, but then when this job opened up with the Pirates, you know, we prayed about it and, and ultimately uh, baseball and this, this sort of thing was, was something I also had a, a passion for and was something that doesn't come along as often, I thought. Now, were you raised in, in a faith-based home or, or is this something that's come to you later in life? No, I was. My uh, parents were Christians, although they came to it a little bit more seriously when I was a teenager. So so basically when I was a teenager, then uh, my parents became serious and actually gave their advice to the Lord. But, and so then that was kind of a little bad in me. And when I went to Iowa State uh, University, I got involved in the Baptist Student Union at the time, which came kind of one of the main college faith-based groups at Iowa State. And it was through that group and the, the ministry there that I became a Christian and uh, was baptized, you know, in that church. Going to Iowa State, did you follow college basketball? Do you have a bracket? Did you pick a national champion? I I follow college basketball. I've been so busy um, down here during spring training that I did not pick a bracket. But the Cyclones are doing well, so we'll root for them on it. Yeah. Kind of weekend, so. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if you would have an advantage with your analytical background and your information in building a bracket. Well, a couple guys on my team, I think, think they have an advantage, but their brackets are about two, so <laughs> kind of put them out of the running. We've been talking with Dan Fox uh, here on Beyond the Game. He works in the analytics department with the Pittsburgh Pirates. And, Dan, I want to thank you for coming on and wish you all the best with the season ahead. All right. Thank you. I really appreciate it. We're so glad to have you along on this final Saturday of March. You're listening to Beyond the Game at BTG Program or btgprogram.com. Beyond the Game is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions.